<laughs> no, it's blocking your face now. I'm not 90, okay? Katie Jones, I missed you. I'm back. You're back. We've had so, a little bit of technical difficulties. But we figured it out. Yeah, we actually spent the first like 10 minutes talking about MacBooks and phones. <laughs> My specialty. Yeah. Dude, it's so great to see your face and to have you back on Is This Adulthood. I mean, this is as much your baby as it is mine. And it's kind of reminds me of the housewives. You know, when the housewives go away for a bit and maybe they want more money or something or, you know what I mean? They, they're kind of like, I can do this on my own. And then they yeah. bring them back on. Yeah. That's what it yeah. reminds me of, even though there's no money involved. Oh my God. <laughs> kind of left for a bit. The Housewives franchise is so repetitive. I was watching The Real Housewives of Dallas this morning and it's just like cocktail party vacation. The <laughs> aftermath of the vacation. There's always drama on the vacation. Vacation. I'm like, oh my God, how much money they spend to go away with people they don't like is crazy. Well, they, I don't think they spend any money. It's all through the show, right? But, but then what happens when they're like, I'm bringing you ladies? Because that's part of the plot. I'm almost positive. I, I don't know if I should be like revealing secrets. of. I don't think you're revealing any secrets that Bravo hasn't discussed before. I was thinking about this because, you know, on the shows, they're always like, this is my idea. Or like, I don't know if you've been watching Jersey Shore, but it's always like, we're oh, going to book it's a- so boring. <laughs> Every week, I'm like, why am I watching this? this I know, but we so keep terrible. watching it. Well, we it's need Snooki so... back. And First they of all, also they're need... never drinking, which is like fine. That's you don't true. need alcohol, but like your Jersey Shore and like like hitting a dead horse. Okay, Angelina and all them, like who really care? They're so boring. Dude, we I really think at some point we may have to do a reality show podcast because we could talk for hours about this. I agree. I think that, okay, the thing is, I don't blame like the producers or anything because they're working with what they have. So Snooki's off the show. There's rumors that that's because um, she doesn't want Angelina on the show. And clearly they're keeping Angelina on because it's creating this drama for this season, right? Mm -hmm. I think the other problem is, is now they've got their families involved. So now they have like the kid there and they have like the husband there and they have like all this stuff, which is like making them more calm. Yeah. And I feel like for the reality show, like, come on, we want some drama. Plus yeah. they're all in this hotel. And that's been the problem is like, even before COVID Jersey shore has been in hotels. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I get it, but like, remember they were in the Las Vegas hotel and yeah, yeah. I don't know. Like, I, I just want to see them going out again. I want them to send them to like yeah. an outdoor, maybe like camping or something, you know? Well, they did that. They did went to like a dude. They ranch did it. That time. Yeah, they know, did like, it. Reality is like a fine line where like, for personally for me there's just too much drama in a show that it just seems archaic and just like fabricated beyond then I get turned off because I'm just like okay like people can't actually live this much drama and if they do they should really work on living a little bit of a calmer life but then when it's stuff like this it's just like why I am wasting my time watching this but it's become the kind of show like if I have to go into another room like I don't pause it like it can play all <laughs> yeah that. I know like, boring and like no I don't want to see like Ronnie fly off the handle again and like all that stuff but well no because I mean he's a person but at the same time it's like nothing happens week after week like this show needs to go to bed I think oh so have you watched bling empire yet yeah I did what do you think of that I don't know uh 
I guess the fact that I don't know was basically what I thought about it. Like it was fun. I finished it. I was kind of like intrigued the first couple episodes, but I don't know. Like it's just, will it stick? I don't know. Really? Well, it's been renewed. It's been um, renewed. Oh, well then there you go. What did you, obviously you liked it. Well, (laughs) how is that obvious? I did love it. I did really love it. I, okay. First of all, the main guy, the hot dude, the model, I knew my opinion, like him. well, he's very hot. I mean, <laughs> but the thing is, there's no way that he was friends with any of them. I know they're trying to make it seem like he was friends with the one dude. Yeah, no. I, I, I personally don't. How did don't they, believe how they meet? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I think I think you know how like Real Housewives, they add in a girl, they add in a wife, and all of a sudden she's friends with them, but it's because they're on the show together. We we all know that like reality TV isn't completely reality anymore, but I think for some shows you can tell what's more a little scripted, but they are you know, trying to be, excuse me, quite authentic. And then there's other ones where I'm just like, I don't believe any of this. Like I can just feel the, the cameras and the set and really, yeah, I can just feel it. And I'm like, I'm not buying any of this. See, I think for the most part, and this is, this is a bit biased because I would love to work on reality TV. I think that would be awesome. Yeah. I will say that I believe that most reality shows are not scripted. I do think that, of course, there's producers that create situations. So maybe like on Housewives, they send them to a vacation. Okay, well, Mm -hmm. now on this vacation, not only are they drinking unlimited alcohol, but they're away from their friends and family. And it's kind of the time that the drama always goes down. So, of course, by them sending them to the vacation, that's where drama is going to go down. It always happens. I don't think think they're scripted either. I think a reality TV show that was scripted was The Hills, and they have since been very candid about that that yeah like i mean there were full on like um uh oh my god why am i not remembering her name lauren kristen cavallari whoa uh one of my favorite designers can't believe i just forgot that kristen cavallari like never actually dated brody jenner like they never actually had really? anything um and there's been multiple relationships in that show even brody jenner and lauren Conrad, same thing so they've come out to even admit like that was scripted i remember the season finale of the series brody jenner's like standing in front of the hollywood thing and then it pulls away and it goes to show like this was a set and everything oh yeah i never really watched the hills oh i was huge i went to like the hills after show one time in toronto with friends and did you see dan levy i did yeah uh and jesse crookshank but yeah anyways uh i do like reality tv i'm right now watching real housewives of dallas (laughs) wow we got we always get off track it's just been a while i just i want to start off though first by saying how have you been how are you doing I'm good. I bought a car, uh, which was basically non-negotiable because my car died on me. Um, So I bought that, which was really exciting. I really like it, except I'm used to winter tires in four-wheel drive, and I don't have winter tires or four-wheel drive, so I slide everywhere. But I'll get that sorted. And um, yeah, just starting up work soon. Um, we have a movie going to camera beginning of March. So looking forward to that and yeah, just kind of getting through winter. It's been snowing here for the past like week in Stouffville. So yeah, just kind of that stuff, cooking a lot 
And yeah, what about you? How are you? Well, things have been a little bit more tough like recently, but getting through it, taking things day by day, just realizing that every day is a new day and some days aren't as productive as others. <laughs> What's that mean? <laughs> what was that? Day by day, every day is full of possibilities. <laughs> Are you making fun of me? Wherever there's a storm, there's a rainbow. <laughs> I literally. <laughs> the grass is greener on the other side. Well, right now I can't see the grass because there's snow everywhere in it Ottawa. It must be so cold in Ottawa. It's actually not that cold right now. This week it's mild. It's around the zero mark, but there's like tons of snow. Mm. Uh, but I'm going to go for a walk today. I didn't go for a walk yesterday and I just didn't feel as productive to be honest. Yeah. But good for you. You look really pretty by the way. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Thanks. You always look good. Aw. All right. Give me a second here. <laughs> <laughs> a piece of Tostito went in your eye. Yeah. I'm pretty sure this is what happens when I eat and talk. Oh, you think I'm a pro by now. <laughs> okay well let's get to it while katie figures out what's right. in her eye so, getting into today you uh, discuss like three things you want to talk about one is like wedding rules etiquettes like things that you must have at your wedding uh free britney movement which is very timely and uh the downhill of or the downfall i guess of dating apps which you know ryan you are much more versed in than me <laughs> unfortunately um, so you'll have to take the reins when we get to that one. But let's start off with the free Britney movement because that's so prevalent right now. Um, I finally understand the free Britney movement. Remember months ago or even maybe longer than months ago, I just think her Instagram weirds me out. And I was just like, I because I didn't really understand all of it. And not that I couldn't grasp the concept of like she's been you know micromanaged and told what to do what to say how to breathe since she was like a little kid and that's probably kind of screwed her up in ways as into her adult years I understood all that but then I'd go on her Instagram and she'd have like raccoon black eyes and she'd be like spinning around in circles and I'm like what's going on here this is so weird but now even before I watched a documentary I I'm understanding the whole free Britney movement. I read those comments. They're like, we see you, Britney. Like, wear green if you, you know? And so that's pretty interesting. Um, But you know more about it. So why don't you kind of explain whatever I've kind of missed and you go from there. Well, I'm proud of you, first of all. And I'm glad that you watch a documentary. I do think the documentary that we're talking about is called Framing Britney Spears. And it's a New York Times and Hulu documentary um, and FX. And they came together and they produced this um, really cool documentary that originally was actually focused on. You'll find this interesting, Katie. It was focused on Britney's rise to fame and the paparazzi and the media scrutiny that followed. So that's how they started the doc. And then as the Free Britney movement started gaining momentum, they ended up focusing also on that. Now, the Free Britney movement started with... um, a podcast you know a lot of fans were speculating about free britney like years ago when the conservatorship first started which if some of you aren't aware basically happened right after britney had some uh, struggles that were uh public and um Britney's- was that when like she took the umbrella to the paparazzi's car and everything it was actually a little bit after that it was um that was kind of the start where she she was um 
She was asked to go into rehab supposedly or allegedly by her manager and all of that. But it happened a little bit later when she was dealing with custody issues with her sons or mm. two sons. And so, uh, you know, at that time, a lot of media and a lot of people were speculating about her mental health and, you know, calling her crazy and saying to take the kids away and all kinds of stuff. Yeah. And at the time, people were kind of like, this is, you know, something bad may happen to Brittany. A lot of people were concerned. And so Brittany's dad came in um, and Jamie Spears. Jamie Spears. And what happened was when there was a night when supposedly she wasn't going to give back one of the kids to Kevin Federline. And there's some rumors, there's allegations that this whole thing was set up to get Brittany under a 5150, which is like a mental hold. Oh, besides that, um, that night is when she was hospitalized under a 5150. And shortly thereafter, and that means in California that for I think 48 hours, you're basically stuck inside a hospital for mental evaluation. Yeah. So after that, uh, Brittany's dad filed to be a temporary conservator. I believe it was temporary at the time. There are rumors that he listed or the legal team listed dementia. I don't know whether it's been proven, but there's a lot of people that are like, because conservatorships are usually for people that are older. So yeah, like, you know, they when can't, they're not able to be responsible for their assets, for their finances, for their personal exactly. decisions. Yeah. Not a very capable working young woman that clearly needs help, not total release of control. Exactly. See, you got this. I'm so proud of you. She, she was, she was around like 27, I think, or 28 at the time. And yeah. so it's, I mean, at, 27, 28, I haven't heard of many people with dementia. Maybe medical experts have, but I don't think it's very common at all. So some people say that that was a way to get it approved almost immediately because when it's seniors and they may have dementia or struggling with that, the idea is that they can't control their finances. Maybe they can't drive. Maybe they can't do other things. And, you know, they could be a risk to themselves and others. So she was placed under this conservatorship. And at the time, she tried to seek legal counsel. And she reached out to this lawyer who is in that documentary, Adam Streisand, who uh, basically was told, Brittany doesn't have the capacity to hire legal counsel. You can't be her legal counsel. And her biggest concern supposedly was she did not want her dad handling her life and her finances under Mm -hmm. this conservatorship. Mm -hmm. Supposedly, according to that um, lawyer, she didn't mind being on a conservatorship, whether that's true or not. Maybe she just wanted to do it to get her kids back. I'm not sure, but she did not want her dad. Yeah, that's what I was just about to rudely interrupt you and say is that I remember I've only I only watched the, the documentary once, which I can only, maybe you only watched it once, but I can see you rewinding it, like maybe going back to it. <laughs> um, but I do remember there was a part in it where um, that I guess maybe it was that lawyer touched on that she is kind of of sound mind enough to know, okay, I'll go under a conservatorship. I just don't want it to be my father. And so it was that kind of argument. Whereas like, if she wasn't of sound mind, then she would maybe not be able to recognize at all that she needed maybe that kind of support. Um, But she was able to, she was just definitive about who she didn't want it to be. Um, Which I'm, I don't, we obviously don't know how that legal stuff works but why they wouldn't be able to respect that and find somebody else for her there's a lot Mm -hmm. of professional 
people out there that caught probably could have done a great job. And if that was her only wish, I mean, I understand that your parents have your best interest, but that's not always true. Yeah. And I mean, some of Jamie's motives in the documentary are kind of questioned. I don't know if you remember that uh, marketing executive from Jive from back in the day when Britney was blowing up. And she said, the one thing I remember about Jamie or the one time I met him or something like that, he said, my daughter's going to be so famous. She's going to buy me a boat. Yeah. And then she yeah. goes, that was kind she, of in the beginning, right? Yeah. And she literally turns to the camera or whatever. And she goes, uh, that's all I'll say about Jamie or yeah. something like that. And it's just yeah. like, oh, wow. And I mean, there, there, there's that thing. There's three sides to every story, yours, mine and the truth. Um, yeah. But I think there's a lot to be said. Now, one qualm I have about this documentary. And again, I mean, I'm a believer. And if you can't pack everything in that, it's, it's like that is of headline news, then make it a couple parts or make it a series or whatever. There were things in this documentary that weren't addressed, but maybe that's just like me wanting to know everything because we want all the answers, which I mean, she's still alive. This conservatorship is still going on. Like, it's not like we are looking at the past of someone yeah. that this is all like a closed book, but um why they didn't touch on her sister Jamie and like where like she stands more or her one son that went on to like a yes. Instagram live or whatever yep. a while ago and bashed like his mom like they No not not the mom so much. He didn't bash the mom his mom so much. He bashed Jamie Spears. Oh he, he said did. he, he called him the D word. Oh, okay. See, maybe I need to go back and see that. But certain things where it was like, it was great that they tapped into her childhood and you got to see some footage of that. That's really cool. Especially for us, we grew up with her. So it's very nostalgic. And then obviously talking about the paparazzi, because like you just said, that was kind of the initial angle of the documentary was the scrutiny of the media. And that was obviously before social media and stuff. So we relied on those like $4 magazines when your mom was like getting yeah. the groceries and you like quickly go through like us weekly. And like, sometimes you'd slip it on and like your mom buy it. And like Ben, I'm not Ben Affleck, <laughs> Jennifer Aniston was all over the cover. And like, those were the days of like, you know, the old school media coverage. But so it was nice that they covered that, but there was just so many other things. Like, I don't think they tapped into enough of all of the comments that people leave, like where the green and like, yeah, like, you know, cause there's been, that's all there is on her Instagram. And like, why didn't they talk about how like, it's just Sam or whatever that records her and that she'll do things like, most of you are asking what my favorite things to do in the holidays are. And then all the comments are like, nobody is asking this. <laughs> Everyone's like, just asking, no, are you okay? Yeah, no, no one of us has asked you what's your favorite rom-com of winter. You so who's I mean? telling her that? Who's telling her that that's exactly. what everyone's asking? And that's what I wish yeah. they tapped into more. And yep. it, it, it's the initial documentary started off as something and it became something else through Free Britney. Maybe you hold off or maybe you release this documentary in part so that people don't, you know, get kind of over it and they move on but like hello there's still so many unanswered questions and now i'm like in the free britney movement and i just want to know more dude well there's so much to unpack there because supposedly there's also a netflix documentary in the works and there may be an hbo max documentary in the works so some people suggest that the New York Times, FX, Hulu one wanting to be the first on the scene. Oh, and so they since were like, let's then, just release this. Yeah, so that's the rumor. And also, also the, uh, I think it was the director of the documentary, someone involved, they're saying that there could be another, like a second 
series or more to this, like kind of like a sequel, because fans said the same thing that there were there was a lot that maybe wasn't covered because Jamie Spears isn't the only one involved with this conservatorship. And that's kind of what they focused on. And I want to hear more from the mom's angle, because it's kind of like out there in public knowledge that the mom isn't exactly like team Jamie Spears. I mean, they're not even together. Right. Um, But. So, yeah, I mean, obviously, when I did finish it, I was like, there's got to be some type of follow up because you would be sitting on a massive thing, right? Like Britney Spears is is a pop icon and she's still alive and this is still going on. So you don't sleep on current news. And also, it's not like um, for you'll kind of understand the comparison that I'm going to do here. But you know how we talk about like reality TV and stuff. Someone like my mom who does not like reality TV. We can't discuss that because it's just so not in her world. But whether you're a Britney Spears fan or a fan of her music, or you grew up with her or what, whatever your angle is, everybody can talk about what's going on. You know, it, you're talking about mental health, you'll, you're human talking rights about issue. human rights issues, uh, freedom mm-hmm. of speech. I mean, there yeah. says that she doesn't even have access to any of her accounts. There's all those rumors. Is she being like, drugged and locked in her home i don't know so you can really pull a chair up with a lot of different types of people and have a conversation about this i like that pull a chair up i think there'll be there's going to be more to this i think that there may be a second part we're gonna have to see there's a lot still on the table and i think the main thing that people need to know that under this conservatorship Brittany is as it's as if she's a child so you know when you're a kid and you have to get your parents to sign your permission slips to go on a field trip yeah. things like that or you forge them I, but i know what you mean uh, <laughs> is that what you did of course i've forged some like uh, you got a d on that math test i'll figure out how to sign barb katie Joe. jones oh my god who didn't i don't know if i ever did that you definitely didn't <laughs> i didn't no you definitely didn't So basically, you know how that works. So under the conservatorship, Brittany has no legal adult rights. Basically, she can't vote and she can't um, have access to her money. She gets an allowance, I think, weekly. um, And then other rules can be put in place regarding her life and um, her health and different things like that. Like supposedly one of the rules is that she isn't supposed to be driving on on her own. We've seen yeah. some shots of her driving on the on her own, especially after those rumors came out. But before that, you never really saw her driving on her own. So yeah. imagine being like almost a 40 year old person and being in this for 13 years and yeah. having your parents. Can you imagine that having your parents control your no. life and your personal decisions? No. Also, she can't get married without no. her father signing off on it. And that's, that's another crazy. thing with her boyfriend, Sam. Her boyfriend, Sam, came out and called Jamie a, yes, a D word. You saw that. that, right? I saw that. I yeah. personally think that's because. I think Sam wants to get married to Brittany. I think Brittany wants to get married to Sam and they probably want to have kids. Brittany's been very open about wanting to have more kids, but yeah. is Jamie signing off on that? Maybe yeah. Not. I want to know more. I want to know so yes. much more. I want to know what Kevin Federline thinks. I want to know what Jamie Spears really does think her sister. I mean, she's made a couple public uh, statement saying, you know, there's a lot more that goes on behind closed doors. Mental health isn't something to joke about. So obviously tapping into the fact that like, my sister has some things going on and oh. you, don't, you don't think you know what you know, but I mean, there's just, like you said, so much more to unpack here. So I look forward to that next documentary and all of that. And hopefully she gets help because I am not 
picking fun at mental health. Of course I'm not, but her Instagram is so alarming. It's, it's hard to watch sometimes just like the, the black in her eyes. And like, it looks like sometimes she's just soulless. And I, I hope we get more answers. And like everybody says, I hope that she can tell her story one day. I hope so too. So thanks for touching on that. There's so much more that we could talk about, but we're going to move on now. Definitely check that out if you can. I mean, technically right now it's not in Canada for any of our Canadian listeners. So who knows how Katie and I watched it, but we did. And uh, hopefully the producers it personally emailed us <laughs> so we could comment it on it. On there the you go. I don't know about that, but um, so we're going to move on to the next topic, which is wedding rules. And I think this may be more applicable to Katie than it is to me right now, since I have, I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. The reason why I say that is because I have no significant other. So yeah. you have a significant other. And I know that may be a while off. You guys are still progressing in your relationship and all that. So I'm not saying that that's around the corner, even though no, I always I know, like to I say that, but um, I would I- love for you to talk about what your wedding rules would be because some people are very specific. Well, I like was thinking about it and I like wrote down, I was like, no drama question mark plan accommodations question mark and take the weekend off LOL. Cause my boyfriend would not be able to take our own wedding weekend off. So that was kind of a funny one, but um, you know what? I was thinking about this and I think that if I was someone that was going to have a more traditional wedding, at a church um maybe if i had like a really big family or i aspired to have a really big wedding i'd have like more rules in place but i want to get married on i we joke about one of our mutual friends property that's really beautiful and i was like oh this is where we're getting married and i mean i'll probably be barefoot and i'll probably have like a really long flowy dress i'm just not conventional so with that said, I feel like there aren't a lot of conventional rules. Like if I was getting married in a church, please don't be late. You know, please don't walk through the church doors when, you know, the ceremony has started, but that's not, I'm going to be in a backyard. So, I mean, if you're late, I, so I don't know, uh, no drama. I think that would be really nice. Let's not have any like drunk ants fighting or bridesmaids <laughs> that are like fighting over like the one single guy in the groom's party or whatever, you know, I'm just joking but yeah happen? so i i don't really oh you like i don't know does it <laughs> maybe but uh i just i'd love to get married on like a weekend thing like i think i've spoke about previously in a podcast of the wedding i went to that kind of took place over a weekend i thought that yeah. was awesome so if you could take like the weekend off or who knows maybe you'll even go destination like i don't know so I'm not really good to talk on this because I just don't really have a lot of rules. I mean, don't get drunk and fall down the stairs and break your neck and end the party. That would be nice. Uh, If you have like serious food allergies, let us know so you don't get sick on the salmon. No drama, no drama. Like no drama. Just like show up and like look good and have fun. I like that. What about you? What what would you say? There was a TikTok that I sent you from um, the username was eyes out for Selena. And basically (laughs) he was, he's actually really funny on TikTok and he had uh, listed out his wedding rules. And one of the ones that stood out for me was no announcements. Like don't, don't make a big announcement at my wedding. I like, no, I don't mind a speech, but like, don't be announcing that you're pregnant 
or that you're engaged or that you got a promotion. This day is about me. Okay. You know what I mean? So don't take away that spotlight from me. That's the biggest thing. I know you're not going to like this, but I would maybe have a drink maximum. (laughs) We've (laughs) spoken about this. (laughs) I don't want people getting too drunk at my wedding, but I also want them to have a fun time and get a buzz. Like back in the day, one of our first cup, first couple episodes. And you were like, a one or two drink maximum. <laughs> I think it's gone up a bit. I'll be sending my congrats in the mail. <laughs> okay, maybe- I'll have a Pinot. Sorry, but you exceeded your two drink limit. How about this? Katie Jones is allowed to have unlimited drinks, but other people. Oh, you well, like no, that? I mean, don't get me wrong. I do get it. Like, you, you don't want a bunch of sloppy people that like yeah. aren't don't remember the night. But I also think like how people party on your wedding day is maybe kind of like a, an unspoken rule. Like I don't want shots right after I say I do so that like by the time dinner comes around, people are blackout, but party, drink, have a good time, eat, have fun. And then Toward the end of the night, you probably are going to be a little sideways, but let's not start (laughs) right off the bat, like blackout, you know, because that's no fun. Nobody remembers anything. But if by the end of the night, you needed someone to carry you into an Uber, I totally get it. You know what? I like that. I like the idea of having it timed out. And also, I just thought about this as you were discussing that is, you know what? I just got to trust my friends. The people that are going to be there are going to be close friends and family. So I don't think I would have a drink limit, actually. I would just trust the wow, people. Wow, way to just there. jump ship that. Yeah, I jumped right? ship as I was, t- I was thinking about it. And the thing that I liked that you mentioned, which is time it out. So rather than people taking shots before you say I do or whatever, I would have it timed out so that the wedding's done. Maybe the first dance is done. Whatever kind of speeches, you know, maybe a wine at the table from like the servers give it to you. And then the open bar opens up after when the dance floor opens. That's when the open. Yeah. Bar opens. And I mean, also, like a lot of the time, like how much you drink has kind of correlation with the people you hang out with. Not always like I drink more than you, but I'm also going to behave how you would want me to behave at your wedding. You know what I mean? Like. Uh, to an extent. Um, but I just like any time, like if I'm at a bar, I mean, before COVID, whatever that even feels like, if let's say Jeff and I, for example, want to go out on a Friday night and watch a Leaf game, I'm not going to have a tequila shot five minutes into the first period because I'm not going to make it to the third period and I'm here to oh. watch the game. Yes. But that doesn't mean by the time the game's over and it's 12 o'clock at night and we've been there for our all night that I'm not going to be like, woohoo! but I want to be at that point at the end, not at the beginning. So it's all just kind of like, how do you want your night to go? And obviously your most important, like friends and family should be present for you. Um, and hopefully you're present for yourself at the same time. And then let like uncle Jerry stumble home. <laughs> there's, all, there's, there's, there's always an uncle Jerry. I don't have an uncle Jerry either, but there's always one. He would just uh, show up. another another rule on there that I found interesting was about how like no photos like you can take like snapchats or videos on your insta story that kind of disappear after a while okay I kind of like this to an extent I do I don't want to restrict people you can't take photos right like I don't mind people taking photos for the memories and all that but they okay they can do that but I think the main thing is is that I will send out maybe it's a virtual 
wedding photo album or something from our professional photographers. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? The ones that are approved, the ones that are good, <laughs> the ones that get my right angle. Yeah. <laughs> they, they can take their, they can take their photos and videos, you know, like, cause they're going to want to post on Facebook and all that. So I'm not going to restrict them from doing it, but I think the main focus is I would like people to take in the moment and trust that you're going to get the photos and maybe yeah. some kind of video yeah. highlight reel or something yeah. afterwards. That's professional. Take in the moment. Don't spend all your time trying to put the right caption on your Insta story. Maybe you can do one during the dance or something cute, but the rest of it, you know, during the first yeah. dance, during no, the rest I mean, of it, just enjoy. I totally agree with you. <clears throat> Excuse me. You know me. I'm not huge on social media anyways. Like I like it, but I it's not, you know, you know me anyways. So yeah. it would be really weird to like have to enforce a rule because that would feel strange. But at the same time, I do understand what you're saying because it's like, I, you will have a professional photographer there. You will get your photos. And I'm not saying you have to put your phone on, you know, airplane mode and put it in your purse and not see it till the next morning, but like walking down the aisle, saying your vows, where, whether that looks like you're on a beach in Dominican or you're at like a cathedral, you know, please don't be like recording that. Like it's, those are precious moments to take in. And then, yeah, like take, I don't care about getting like the wrong angle and stuff. Like know, obviously you don't, you don't want to see like, no, I, but I mean, obviously yeah, the yeah. next morning you wouldn't want to see a slew of photos where you're like not looking good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I also would just hate to be like celebrating. And every time you look around it's selfies and this and that, like people take their phones out while they're having a good time. That's just the way of the world now. But I really hope that like your cell phone does leave your hand. You know what I mean? Like, Cause there's more than just like taking photos all night, but people are going to do what they're going to want to do. And if they're addicted to Snapchatting, it doesn't matter if you like threaten them with throwing them out, like they're going to do what they're want to do. So hopefully people just <laughs> know your vibe, know your vibe yes. and go with that. Know your vibe. And hopefully you also don't lose your phone. Right. Katie Jones. I've what? I don't ever lose my phone. <laughs> you don't have a story from this past weekend. I lost it snowmobiling because I'm a badass. What do you want from me? But this isn't the first time you've lost your phone oh or something's God, happened. No, I lose. I have never owned a phone for longer than two years. I don't even know if I've owned a phone for two years, maybe like yeah. a year, year and a half. Well, I mean, it's just it's just funny because all of a sudden I get this email from Katie Jones and it's like, oh, I can't do the podcast today because I lost my phone snowmobiling. I'm just like, yep, that's on brand. That's pretty on brand. <laughs> <laughs> well thank said. you for letting me know thank you for letting me know um all right so the final topic for today is how i think that the dating apps have kind of gone doo -doo, and the <laughs> they've gone down they the doo -doo. quality the quality is not so much okay there so anymore. you're gonna have to take this one away obviously because i'm not on them but why do you, why? Like when, when you say they're more for money, when I would, if someone were to say to me, dating apps have gone down the tube, I would immediately just think, yeah, because COVID, like you can't yeah. go anywhere. And you know me, like before Jeff, and obviously that was before COVID, someone would like send a message and I'd be like, oh, can't even bother. And I delete the app. And that was when there was things to do. Now I can't imagine like having to keep up conversation, make yourself seem interesting, blah, 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 to then just like go on a walk. And I'd love to walk, but that would get really old really quickly. So to me, that's why I think 
Tinder and Bumble and all of them have probably gone down because yeah, we all like partnership and maybe we're bored or lonely, but I mean, when there's nowhere to go, there's no, like nothing to do. And then you add winter. It's like, no. Well, it's true. No, it's a good point. And so I do think COVID is part of it. Like now it's all about doing a video chat even first to try to feel the vibes. Interesting story. I did a video chat with this guy and he was like, oh, well, I'm shirtless right now. And I'm like, oh, doesn't like doesn't matter or whatever. Right. Because I was just like, you know, maybe he'll have a selfie and it will be like just his chest or something, you know, like not a big deal. Literally, he opens the video chat. <laughs> Why do you always love these stories? <laughs> the people that you talk to like uh, so good. OK, go on. So he's literally sitting on the couch shirtless, like not 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 um a complimentary not a good angle he's sitting there like this like slouch kind of like this with his shirt off and he goes here's me with my shirt off like <laughs> i'm sorry what did you do i don't know i was like feeling so weird i'm like now i'm talking to him and it like it's not like i thought maybe it'd be like this and be like hey like how's it going da, da, da. it literally was like like this angle like slouched with the shirt off and just like I wasn't feeling it. It feels it like awkward. a little invasive. Like it I don't does. Know. Like it's a bit like whoa. I mean, you yeah. did you did tell me you're shirtless, so it's not like I assumed you had a shirt on. But yeah. it's also kind of just like I don't even know you, and you're putting it out there that like basically I have to accept the fact you're not wearing clothes right now. Yeah, or I'm not going to be able to talk to you. Like it's just kind of like. Would it have been that hard to just throw a top on? And then like yeah. if things went well, maybe go shirtless like the second chat or something. <laughs> like why do you have to not yeah. have your shirt on? Like it's not summer and your AC in your apartment is broken. Like, exactly. Go put your shirt on. Yeah. And I, I, I think it was like a five minute chat. I like end it pretty quick. I'm like, well, thank you. Thanks for chatting with me. I'm glad we could chat. Like, um, yeah, I appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll never talk to you again. Yeah, and we didn't. I think I unmatched. So um, are you on them right now? Yeah, you're I'm on some of them. them. So the thing is, is that like what I meant by like, it seems like it's all about the money. Like, you know, this is just my personal opinion is because now on Tinder and I've downloaded Tinder premium or gold or whatever, you know, like I've, I've got it before for a month and I've got Bumble as well for um, whatever their premium version is. But it seems like if you don't get it, it's like, oh, well, now you're out of matches or, oh, we're hiding all of your matches behind this. Like, hmm. that's what they do now. It's behind this like blurred wall and you can't see who your matches are, but you're not getting any matches. So it's like, what do I have to pay to play They're kind of thing? forcing you to pay for it. Because now I'm not getting any matches. I'm running out of matches. So now I have to go like a full day with like no matches and like, maybe that's, I don't know you problem. It could be just a me problem or maybe they know that I bought it before and they're trying to get me to buy it again. It t- could totally be that. But I remember back in the day when there were tons of quality people, because also I feel like the quality of people, in my opinion, has gone down a little bit. I, I remember. And I think that's partly COVID. I think people boot up and I think people also have found pandemic uh, relationships yeah. and they just found it. And now they're with that person. They're not on the app. So I think that's part of it, too. I mean, I've never started an app, obviously, so I don't really know how it works, but it must be hard in the sense of like, 
launching a brand new app, especially a brand new concept, like when Tinder and stuff came out, yeah, there'd been like match.com and stuff before, but that was always kind of geared to an older demographic and where you really filled out like top to bottom. I mean, I never did them, but I know about them. And then Tinder was the first kind of thing that it's like, look, you download, you put a picture of yourself, you put a little bio and you're going to have this plethora of people you can talk to. And they kind of broke the mold there. And you know, so of course you kind of make it free in the beginning because you don't know how the audiences are going to react, but then you do have to start making money. And obviously yeah. you have ads and everything, it's like Tinder's making money, but then how do you then go, okay, you've used the service for free for how long, but now you got to start paying. Well, that pisses people off, but what are you going to be free forever? But then Good again, point. Facebook and Instagram are still free. So I don't know the, the math behind that, the legality behind that, but do I blame a very successful company charging you? It's yes and no, but how much are they charging you? But then to go, well, if you don't get premium, we're going to withhold everything. Well, that's kind of going against your original mandate. So I don't know. It's, it's tough. It's a good point. And it makes you think if all these people get matched with their perfect match, they delete the app and with mm-hmm. less people on the app, what does that mean? Right. Mm-hmm. So then it makes you wonder, like, do they really want people to match up? I guess you could say then there's always going to be new people that become single that go on. So exactly. We don't know the behind the scenes stuff, but I don't know. I feel like the quality, at least on my end, has been lacking a little bit. So maybe maybe it's just a me problem. Maybe it's because <laughs> of the pandemic. But here's hoping in a previous podcast episode, I listed out my perfect partner. Hopefully he is on his way. He is on his way. We'll put it he is on like his that. way. That's got a <laughs> change of mentality and he's a coming. There we go. Well, Katie, it's, it was so nice as always chatting with you and having you back. And I know we're going to try to do even more episodes together and cover even more topics. There's always so much for us to cover, but I love this. I love covering the multiple topics in one. And of course our reality show chats are always great. I know. Love it. Well, I love you. It was so nice to see you. And we have to check into the free Britney movement in the next couple months and see where that is at, because this is an evolving, it's an evolving thing. I feel like by making this documentary, they've now kind of broken the door where it's not yes. just speculation. There are people that are matching their words to their face, going on record, making statements. So, you know, we've kind of like opened the floodgates and yeah. you're like the biggest Britney lover and supporter mm-hmm. I know. So I love you. We will chat soon. And thank you for having me on Is This Adulthood? And have fun with Taylor next week. Oh, does that mean that you're not coming back on? Is that it for a little bit? Oh, I don't know. We'll have to see everything with work. But no, I definitely loved this and I love you. <laughs> she has to check her schedule, guys. She, she she basically just told me, get your people to call my people. Because exactly. she has people. I don't have people. So it's just me calling her people. So you have people. <laughs> All, All right. right. So love if you want to follow, if you want to follow Is This Adulthood on Instagram, <laughs> it's at is this adulthood on instagram and at ita underscore podcast on twitter and my instagram is at ryan durgy r-y-a-n-d-u-r-g-y twitter's the same instagram k-t-e-e jones and twitter one katie jones we've got to see some more twitter updates katie i know i haven't been going crazy on the tweets lately i miss it i know me too actually but then i'm also <laughs> like it's a good thing <laughs> okay love you Love you too. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.